The following program may contain coarse language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. Welcome to another episode of the Tanami Faithful Podcast. I am your host today, CJ, and with me I have... Paul Biscrillo, the founder of TsunamiFaithful.com. Alongside... Editorial writer, VLORDGTZ. And bringing up the rear for this episode... Your adorable internet kitty, Happy Crow Kitty. Hello and welcome. Yep, yep, yep. I'm very happy. I'm very happy to hear some voices that I haven't heard in almost like two months, it feels like. Uh, so it's good that we have a chance to all kind of chat about the latest news that's coming down uh, through Toonami's pipelines. One, of course, being new graphics that we'll touch on a little bit too. But the big thing is that they recently announced that the Promised Neverland Season 2 will be joining the block April 10th at uh, 1.30 a.m. So after Gridman finishes, instead of being placed in the same time slot as Gridman was... Uh, the Promised Neverland is going to be bumped up to 130, which is uh, pretty, pretty good. Right after Food Wars, it's going to be in there, so that's going to be pretty interesting. Uh, everyone obviously has a ton, a ton of things to talk about when it comes to this recent announcement, but like I mentioned earlier, we'd like to start off by at least announcing about the new graphics Toonami debuted uh, last Saturday. And uh, while it may, I'm sure some might feel, oh, it's a little plainer than like previous iterations, stuff like that. I happen to like it. I really like the purple. I'm, I'm biased with purple. I, I really like the color purple. And I, I thought it was really cool. And I know Paul did a uh, moment for the new graphic announcement that a lot of people seem to share. So it seemed to seem to have a little bit of a resonating uh, appeal toward the Toonami Payfuls out there. It's a cool, fresh look. And I, I like that. I like that they spent time over the past year, I guess, because I don't I, I'm, I'm a, supposing that's when this went down, uh, trying to, to think of something fresh for Toonami. And it makes me think I'm, I'm, they're definitely keeping an eye on things and they were keeping an eye on things during the pandemic. And that means there's probably more fresh content. So it's a, it's a nice sign. I like it. <laughs> Excited. Yeah, I second CJ on the purple being a really good look. I just really like the whole color scheme of it. And the new font too is also looks like really That's nice. True, it really yeah. pops. I didn't think of that. Just but like I'm so biased because I just I love like metallic kind of purple thing with it. So it just look it, it it like it's something different, but yet still feels familiar. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, but Paul, I'm, I you couldn't wait to just talk about this. So what what was it about it that you needed to talk about when it comes to this new packaging that we're getting? You know, I I, I really liked. I actually really like these ones better than the ones that we just have for the past year. I'll be honest with you. Really? Um, it just, you know, it was, it was interesting because like it, you know, obviously Toonami, Toonami actually leaked it by accident there and they pulled it down. I think relatively quickly off of that, uh, that episode promo for attack on Titan. But, you know, I, I never, I'm always curious when something leaks and like, everybody's like, Oh, this is going to look terrible. And I'm like, mm, let's wait and see. Cause I don't think you're going to th- think that's terrible by the time it's done. 
And, well, it, it, it actually was pretty good. The only thing I don't like is that the lower thirds, like, and the, what I mean by is, like, that bar on the, the left-hand side on the bottom that says, like, uh, Attack on Titan will be back in a moment or whatever like that. You know what I mean? Oh, oh, the bug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't like that, but everything else I think is really nice. I, I actually liked it. I actually like the way that the, because I don't know if anybody's seen the game review, but like how they bring the rating up with the graphics. I actually like that too. So do they not? I like that. They mm-hmm. don't always do that. Um, I don't think. Well, it, it's not so like if you notice, like it's kind of like something shooting at you, more like a three D kind of thing with uh, this. Oh, gotcha. Like it shoots, it shoots in. So I guess I kind of like that. Like, hmm. I, I like that a little bit better than some like the ones that we did before. But the ones that we did, the ones that they had before were fine too. It's like I said. I mean, I like them better, but it doesn't necessarily mean that I don't like the graphics that we had. And it's a nice present for the seventeenth, obviously. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, for those who might not be aware, Toonami was celebrating their anniversary of their inception on March seventeenth. Uh, you should definitely check out the thread that Toonami News posted about all of our staff members' favorite promos through the years. A lot of good stuff. I really, really enjoyed seeing everyone's picks, and you should definitely, definitely check those out if you want to see some nostalgic stuff or even some current stuff. I know Kuro and V-Lord picked some uh, promos from their more recent iteration with JoJo and Samurai Jack. Both very, very good, might I add. Um, so definitely check that out. And it was a little kind of nice treat it was that cherry on top when it comes to all the kind of tsunami birthday celebrations that uh fans and you know people who work on it could do and the gifts didn't stop just at a new graphics package as mentioned earlier the promised neverland season two is returning i can't say that any of us are really surprised by this decision uh jason demarco has come out saying you know if we have if we've aired a season of a show, they would like to obviously continue showing seasons of said shows, uh, secretly cries and mob psycho 100 jail. But, um, it's definitely something that I'm sure a lot of people kind of saw coming, especially with the anime either almost done or just wrapped up in Japan as well. And I do recall when the first season came in, like it was either just finished or was just about to be finished when the English dub got to debut on Toonami as well. So it's almost as if like we're just getting the same thing, just a different year. And we're all kind of like, wait, <laughs> it's happening again. But uh, it's well, going to be kind of an interesting ride for for a few reasons. But uh, Paul, what, what's up? What, what do you got? What do you got? Well, I was going to say like, you know, it's it's also interesting to see that because, you know, we, we talk about this often on the podcast that, you know, Toonami and often in TV, a lot of networks do this as well as we found out over the years. You know, when they get like a show or in this case an anime, you know, they, they for future seasons, they have the right to refusal or whatever it is in legal terms. So I'm not surprised that Promise Neverland is coming. I'm glad it's coming. Um, I mean, we there's obviously what two or three other shows we're probably gonna have coming down the pipe, and we won't talk about those right now because we're obviously gonna be talking about the Promised Neverland. But um, you know, with like the Promised Neverland coming, and we'll get into if that's good or bad or whatever. But <laughs> it's uh, you know, it's it's gonna. I think it's gonna be a fire year because they're bringing back more, you know more seasons of shows that people really like to watch. So yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see how Toonami does, but you know, 
let's uh let's <laughs> we'll stick to the promise neverland that, no, no no that's fine i mean I, I agree where i like the fact that toonami wants to continue what they started you know i like that uh kind of kind of method that they have where it's like we want to show things upon completion you know so obviously give or take a few uh other kind of like extenuating circumstances for other shows like one piece i don't think i'll be alive when that finishes um <laughs> but uh it, it's one of those things where i i'm glad that people are going to get a chance to see more because the first season did seem to really do well not only just on tsunami but within the streaming services with the, back in japan uh the manga did really well uh up to a certain point maybe even throughout the whole thing um, I know Vlor could probably be more. There is more in tune with with that side of it than I am, but um, it's really good. Uh, and while I may be more down on the actual product itself, um, I I like the fact that like anime only watchers are going to get more because you know tsunami fans are really really big on it. I know you know um, uh, we had a guest article from Fabian who. I've never worked with him when it came to anything written. And he did a wonderful thing about uh, the way that the Promise Neverland sets up its shots, you know, which is something I can definitely get behind because of my actual career profession. Uh, Colt has been such a huge champion of it, you know, and I like seeing, you know, people that don't normally kind of take an interest towards these shows actually, you know, step up for it. It's really cool. So... I think when it comes to the biggest part of the discussion of, you know, the second season coming, is this a good thing? Now, I, I just recently said, yes, I, I ultimately gunned my head. I would say yes, despite the myriad of issues I have. Ultimately, I would say it's a good thing. And, and I'm curious uh, how V-Lord you might feel as well as obviously Kuro and Paul since they aren't as uh, or they haven't read the manga or maybe they have. They just haven't read as far as uh, V-Lord and I have. Um, but not read the manga yet. Okay, <laughs> and I I think we can safely test Paul is too busy for that right now <laughs> to be reading manga, which is fair. Oh, no, 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 very, no, Paul. Very busy. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. That's that's not even a dig. That's just like you are extremely busy right no, now. Side note, real quick, like I've had, I think we we've Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of this week we've been like busy all day long until about five o'clock with <laughs> appointments and everything. So. Yeah. Um, but so I'll start with you, V-Lord, at least because I think you can piggyback off of at least my kind of uh, weariness about this recent acquisition. Because I I'll be honest, this is the first time where I'm, I was like, maybe Toonami would have been okay with going in a different direction and not finishing. But um, it, ultimately, I, I do think it is technically a good thing, especially for anime-only watching fans. So, V-Lord, give me, give me your initial thoughts when the announcement was made. I mean, so when the initial announcement was made, I was not very surprised. I mean, Promise Neverland did very well on Toonami before and had good reception. So it was kind of a given that season two would come. That being said, all like the recent backlash with the season as it's been simulcast does make me concerned how <laughs> the Toonami audience is going to react to it. Because I don't think people are going to be satisfied with how it's handled. I mean, I guess it just depends on what Toonami fans were expecting, right? I guess it depends on what they were expecting the series to be. 
and how it uh, ends up playing out. Because as we just discussed before the episode started, uh, it felt as if when reading the manga, which even took kind of a, I wouldn't say like a terrible trajectory like other properties that I won't name, but it definitely didn't end where we thought it was going to be, and it felt like it changed on us. Do you, do you think that the anime-only watchers, especially those on Toonami, are going to get that same type of feeling that we did uh, by reading the manga? Oh, totally. Oh. I mean, I think because especially uh, a few of the choices that they're making in that second season, I think it'll probably be even more jarring than it was for manga readers, um, which is probably not good. Because, <laughs> yeah, that that, uh, that material is very messy. And, like, I, I know people that do, like, enjoy The Promised Neverland and, like, the whole final arc and all that. But even a lot of those people I've seen, like, they are very down on the second season of the anime just because of all the questionable choices they've been making. <laughs> and oh boy. I, I'll, pr- I'll be watching it while it's on Tanami just because I, I enjoy the dub. So mm-hmm. it'll be cool hearing Erica Mendez and everyone return to their roles. But I am not going to be very happy <laughs> experiencing the story in the way that's being presented you can just hear the pain through v lord's voice with every word that comes out after the last answers but it isn't all doom and gloom because we have we actually have two people who are anime only watchers who are definitely excited about this announcement which i think they should be especially um considering how much they really really enjoyed uh the series as a whole and i'll start with kuro uh what was it uh you were feeling when Toonami announced that the Promised Neverland was coming back for another season. So, so I, I mean, I, I'm hoping that uh, the listeners heard Paul and myself with the sketch and, and V-Lord talk about season one. So you know how we much we enjoyed that. So I'm going into this excited. My understanding is that this season will be less psychological horror (laughs) and more adventure thriller style uh you see the characters more in in a i think vulnerable setting than they were gracefield because even though they're sort of surrounded by the enmity of the caretakers and this vulnerability of you know them being served up to these demons they're they're kind of protected for a brief time now they're out in the world, a world that we don't understand, uh, a world that is, for, is, is terrifying, but also promising. So there's that adventure element. Um, and you have the suspense and the tension and the mystery building. Like, what is this world going to be like? How are these children going to survive? They have no concept of anything. They don't know how to survive. You know, they, they um, you know, despite... M and Ray being intelligent and determined characters, it's uh, it's it's very raw and and I think that will add an interesting element uh, for for watching. You know, I just I just picture them. I watched a trailer and I just see them out in the woods and they're kind of running and you see these little children and it's it's that image just is sort of stuck in my head and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, how is this going to work out and mm-hmm. what are they going to find? Um, you know, they're out in the wilderness so that. They have some pretty tenacious leaders, though, and some fantastic voice talent, I have to say, regardless of whatever the story might might you know, whatever direction the story might go in, um, the the voice talent from season one and obviously 
upcoming season two is so incredible because being able to to show that level of vulnerability and rawness in children, but also that determination, um, it really makes the emotion real and it makes the viewing experience better for us. So, you know, I, I saw the first trailer I saw for season two was in, uh, was subbed. So seeing something dubbed, you know, will be, be really exciting. Um, and, and quite frankly, I'm, I'm glad Toonami did this because I hate when they leave something unfinished. They never showed the Kyoto Kyoto arc for Blue mm-hmm. Exorcist. And uh, I, I have it in my head and it could be wrong because I, I know that Toonami is really good about long runners and about continuing seasons. But whenever a season sort of ends and you know it continues, there's a part of me that's just always worried they're not going to show the next one. So when they did announce the season two, I was like, oh, thank God. I just have to know the story ends. You know, yeah, I guess I could go and and pay, you know, Funimation, which I would, which I do anyway, but watch it there. But I, I want to experience this with the same people I experienced season one with. I want to, I want to see their reactions and have my reactions too. So that's, that's kind of important to me as well as, you know, knowing what happens left. So there's there's still that element of mystery. There's still that excitement and that, that you know, psychological horror element that I'm looking forward to having. And I'm thinking that it, it's still a great segue for other uh, mystery-type shows for Toonami. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Paul, what about you? What was your... Uh, reaction to when the second season was announced again just you know we got two as as Kuro would say negative Nancy's about it we got to get the two sunny sides of uh, this and and I'm I'm only teasing don't worry I mean I've heard bad things about it so I'm kind of a little leery I mean if everybody remembers my top uh what was my my top 10 list there this was I think it was number two I have to look back, honestly, and I can't remember if it was number two or if it was number three. But, you know, I was honestly really surprised by this show and how good it was for season one. So now when I hear somebody like V-Lord or whoever else be like, yeah, the second season cut just like skips a lot and goes towards the end, I'm just kind of like, but why? Well, I have an interesting you know, at least segment for that, but we keep going. There's an interesting thing about that. Well, you know, it's just it's for me, it's just like I, I don't you know, I, I I'm I really have high hopes that this show will be good. I just it worries me when I hear that, that the season's not as good as season one and I'm just like Oh God! Please don't do that. Please. <laughs> well, okay. Please, well, like, I'll, no. I'll, let me take over here. So, like, okay, I, I say that, like, you say this, and like, you're a little, you know, nervous considering what me and Vealer are saying. You know how I feel about Food Wars past season one, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I know how you feel. Sorry, you know how I'm you not a big fan of it, play. right? But yet, yeah, haven't uh, you been enjoying season two and season three? Um, so far, I've been so. I enjoyed season one and I enjoyed season two of food wars. Obviously season three has just started and so far from what I've seen, I actually like season three so, so far. I, so but, I mean, I'm, what I'm saying is it's like, so yeah, I have my, you know, my critiques on season two of the promised Neverland that hasn't discouraged you from watching or, and let me put it this way. Like I have my, my critiques with Food War Season 2 and Season 3. That hasn't discouraged you from enjoying it or watching it, despite the fact that I do 
vehemently think it's inferior to what season one yeah. was. You know what I I'm mean, saying? So, like, I mean, doesn't at least, like, the fact that you're able to find a tangible example of where someone might be, eh, it's not the greatest, but you're like, oh, but I'm still enjoying it. Don't you think you might be able to feel that with The Promised Neverland, despite what, right. you know, no, myself no, no. and Beeler are saying? I'm, I'm not saying that I'm not going to like it, and I'm not oh, saying okay. it's terrible. I'm just saying, like, I've I've heard this song and dance before, and I've mm-hmm. I come into these shows when I hear that for another season, like, Oh great, we're gonna get something crappy. Um, and then I'm I'm actually pleasantly surprised, honestly. So. Got you. Well, no. I, I will I will say this: like when it comes to looking, you know, big picture, the Promise Neverland season two. I I think the reason why you get the response that you do from you know myself from V Lords is because that we've we've really invested more into the overall property than I I really even like believed my myself in a sense because like i'm thinking oh i read the manga and it was actually good and especially the arc the goldie pond arc that i just i couldn't wait to see adapted and um and like overall it was great like it had great elements it had wonderful stuff like you know as kuro was mentioning before the psycho the psychological thriller aspect of it i will always love that's why i really like uh psychopaths as an example because it has those elements in there as well um and so you know, the the biggest thing about it is the fact that for whatever reason, we're going to have another, and I know there's going to be some fans that are going to like shudder and like lock the doors and hide everybody when they hear this, but we're going to have ourselves another Tokyo Ghoul anime situation here where for whatever reason, despite how really popular and really well received the property was, the anime did an original story and that's not to say that it's bad you know or that it's inherently bad right uh look at the first full metal alchemist series that was wonderful oh it was so good you know and, and not to take away what brotherhood adapted like it, it was that was phenomenal as well um but it was really good um, i really enjoyed how akami got killed and it, i thought that was really good especially considering they had the guts to actually kill off tatsumi i was like wait really you know so i thought that was really cool um, so the fact that it went into this original story kind of, you know, path doesn't make it inherently bad. I think what makes it, you know, less desirable for someone like myself, like V-Lord, is the fact that what The Promised Neverland showcased from the original source was just so great. And, like, you can even say that with Tokyo Ghoul, because I've read Tokyo Ghoul. It's amazing to me. I really enjoyed reading it. And knowing now before, you know, knowing how the story went, at least in the original source material compared to what I saw was very kind of like, wow, I wonder what led to that decision. And it just it's 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 just disheartening for someone like myself who really loves the Goldie Pond arc. Like I can't talk and I might even have to write about it, how much I really enjoyed that arc. Um, It. It's can, just can I just, just can I just interject just a bit? Mm-hmm. I, I have a thought that as the average tsunami viewer, I, I consider myself the average tsunami viewer. And by that I mean that I don't regularly read manga from the stuff that is aired on Toonami. I would go to Toonami for my first look at anime for the most part. And that's based off of what I see on Twitter. That's my that's my assessment. So as the average tsunami viewer, you're not going to go into this with the expectation of a preset storyline that you feel needs to live up to something or not. And and Tokyo Ghoul aside, 
Um, that was its own, you know, its own niche, I think. Um, <laughs> this story has such an excellent premise. And yeah, there is, there's always going to be the, the, the whether or not it, it fulfills its potential after season one bit and whether or not a story can live up to its base material bit. That's always a factor. But to not many viewers just want to know what happens next. That's it. They just want to know what happens next. I want to know what happens next. Mm-hmm. You know, are they going to are they going to survive? What's it like out there? They're mm-hmm. little, are they, you know, like, like they've already lost one of their friends. You know, we love Emma and Ray, but damn it all. We lost Norman and we want, we want to know if he, everybody's going to be okay. So, you know, I, I think the average person watching Toonami will feel like this each week. If they've seen it on Funimation or not is going to be just that. I want to experience this and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And I think there's so merit I, I with that too. I agree with that. And like, I think at the end, like Kuro said, like, yeah, I think the majority of Tommy viewers are probably just going to want to see an ending. But as far as like uh, what CJ was mentioning about kind of original stories, um, I feel part of the problem with this season, and this will be an entirely different thing when we actually do a discussion on season two, is that it's really not an original story, which I mean, I actually am all for original stories in adaptations because as someone who generally will go to a source material first before an anime if an anime does something different i'm more interested in it but given how things like tokyo ghoul and how neverland are handled that's when i kind of get a bit more disappointed with it and people are gonna like what they like i don't (laughs) judge on that front but for someone like me it's like it doesn't really gel with me Right. And, and to Kuro's point, actually, which is a really, really good point, you're right about how the average Tsunami viewer really just wants to see it in the format that they're choosing, which, i.e., watching anime. And it's funny mm-hmm. because Tokyo Cool did that for me. You know, I'm watching it for the first time. I don't think I was watching it on Tsunami. I, I think I was watching it on Funimation.com itself uh, with the simul dubbing and all that stuff, like when it was in its infancy. So, like, I really, really enjoyed it. And it was so fun. Like, I enjoyed watching it. Like, I enjoyed every aspect of it. And, well, not every, but you know what I mean? Like, I really, really dug into it. And so once it was all done, like you were saying, you're like, I need to know more. I need to see more. I, I want to know what happens to Kaneki. I want to know what happens to Toka and all of them. Like, it's just so cool. I don't cool. ever want to know what happens to Kaneki. It, it's, <laughs> it's a terrible I, analogy for me. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> but what you're saying is, is like, you want to know, okay, you need to separate what you didn't like to, like, to, to I'm when you're comparing. I'm just, I'm just messing. <laughs> but the thing is, it's like, I wanted to know more, like, like people probably do with, uh, you know, with Ray and Emma. And there was nothing, there was no anime, there was no nothing. And I'm like, well, I guess I got to read the manga, you know, and I will always be thankful for the anime to spark this passion of mine when it comes to reading source material, material stuff, because before I never really read, you know, I would read the occasional one piece chapter if I felt like it. Um, I I, I just, I don't don't know what it was. It it never really clicked with me, but wanting to know what was going to be happening with Tokyo Ghoul really sparked my need of wanting to find out more and my surprise when i'm reading and i'm like oh god no the anime is awful what have i was been lied to i've been given like this throne of lies what am i supposed to do with myself you know um and i was but overall i was still super thankful that the anime 
led me to do that. And I'm actually hoping that's the case of what happens with The Promised Neverland. I'm hoping people who haven't read it actually really enjoy the second season because after they probably hear, oh, you know, things were definitely different, yada, yada, they may be like, hmm, maybe I'm curious on how this is going. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love that. I actually think that's the most fun I have with an anime property. It's like, I don't, I don't know what it is for me, but seeing an anime first and then going back to the source material has, is always like such a thrill for me. I just, I get disappointed so many times, <laughs> which sucks, but um it's like uh you know the dead man argument that paul was making earlier right like i watched the anime i was like oh this is actually pretty decent oh it doesn't adapt everything yeah i'll start reading it oh dear god what have they done well no 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 and like i was really enjoying reading dead man like i that's one of my favorite mangas i don't know what it is but i fucking love dead man wonder Woman. it's it's such a good read um so i'm hoping that the second season not only like is enjoyable for the tsunami fans but want them to like check out the actual manga for it too because like i said i can't rave enough about the goldie pond art because it just it felt like what's a good comparison to me if to me reading it it felt like um when deku was facing uh, overhaul and like i was so emotionally invested into it that i didn't have a feeling quite like that until i read uh the the goldie pond art in the manga so i'm really really hopeful that you know despite you know my negativity towards the anime itself that people can you know watch it enjoy it and then maybe go back and i'm not saying everyone should or can just because you know time and all those you know responsibilities and whatnot because we all can as much as i'd love to just sit on my butt and just read manga all day uh that doesn't quite pay the bills so um i really really do hope that uh people can kind of especially those who might know and might not be thrilled with it can look past that and then be able to take that enjoyment and put it into you know the manga or wherever it be or not and just enjoy the anime as is too like that's perfectly acceptable to me i'm just hopeful that this doesn't you know give people a sour note and i i think i'm just more pessimistic now because like i said like a lot of things that i've uh devoured and you know ingested through the years has been just kind of a slow slow decline which is not the best but you know you you, you, you do what you can you you, you trek through those kind of things so I, I actually I'm hoping people have your uh, point of view on this more so than mine I, I don't think mine is actually really good in this instance yeah I mean it's all about perspective I think a lot of people who haven't read the Neverland Manga are probably going to be pretty optimistic going into this and for all we know, they could be happy with it. If they aren't, they can go read the manga or go watch something else. <laughs> I hope they read the manga before they go do something else personally. Because <laughs> I know, like, I remember our conversations, Vealer, like, you really, really liked what kind of The Promised Neverland kind of symbolizes compared to, like, other manga titles, which I I, I really enjoyed. I, I can't say I didn't. It wasn't my favorite, <laughs> but I definitely saw the merit of having a series like that. Because I always like when something that's a bit different from the typical like naruto one piece my hero black clover thing can be in the same type of sphere you know what i mean mm, yeah i think like it helps that like neverland was made by people that came from very non-traditional backgrounds and like manga creation and that kind of helped him craft a unique perspective 
which really makes it stand out among a lot of the other mm-hmm. titles that like Tanami has gotten. Yeah. I think like it falls into a lot of the issues that a lot of first time series run into though, being like Kaiushirai's first like series that he ever wrote. By the end of it you can definitely tell like there wasn't a lot of planning. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, where when have we ever had a plan for Toonami Faithful V-Lord? Let's not cast assertions there. <laughs> I mean, okay, but like <laughs> it, 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 you can tell like they're like they had a very ambitious idea mm-hmm. and it kind of peters out near the end. And that's neither here or there for this right. discussion, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I think like yeah, I think like it, it, there was something very special about it. And I think that's why it was so appealing when the first season aired and why people are going to be excited going to this if like they don't have any uh, knowledge of what's going to happen. And I will ask, uh, Carl, I will ask you this too. Like, Depending on how you do feel, whether it's good or bad with the with second season, I, I personally think you'll probably enjoy it. Do you ever think you would ever uh consider looking at the source material stuff like have you done that for other series too so i i always like to go whenever i'm interested in something and especially when there's any element of mystery and i've I've said this before in a couple pieces i've written i think adding a mystery really enriches a series um in in lots of ways so whenever there's some kind of mystery or lore or mythology you know, there's only so much you can put on the television when you do that, and and that's the benefit of writing. And 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 if if the the manga explores that deeper, you bet that I'd want to know more. That said, I have definitely experienced mixed results with that. Sometimes it just gets me right into the world I want to be in, and I'm just all about it. You know, Lord of the Rings is my is my favorite go-to example. Um, on the other hand, like I, I, there's another series that I watched, and these aren't anime examples, but I just like to use them because they're really recent ones in my mind. The AMC series Discovery of Witches uh, did a great job on television, and then I read the book, and it was probably I can easily say that the the book was one of the worst that I've read in five years. It's just such <laughs> bad writing. I, 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 it's, it's really, really terrible. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad. And, and I can, I can go on and on about it, but I'm not going to waste anyone's time. I wrote a review on Goodreads. So you can read it there. <laughs> but my point is like, it, it's always worth it to go and seek source material. If you have questions and want to know more. And that's why I, when you have a finite series like this, you know, as opposed to a, a long running series, you made one piece of example, I'm going to say Naruto or My Hero Academia, you know, ones that we get a, a bunch of seasons and the story kind of keeps going. Um, with a finite series like this, it's so great to see them show it on Toonami because I get that itch, I get that need, like, like, don't leave me hanging. I had to wait X years to watch it, and now I got to wait X years to watch it again, you know, and I... I'm all jaded because we never saw Kyoto Saga. So I'm like, mm-hmm. with a finite series, I need to see it through. And and it's so good that they're they're doing this. And it, it bodes well for other finite series that are shown on Toonami. I don't know precisely, and, and, and of course V-Lord will, but about Dra- Demon Slayer and what, what that 
series, how long that goes, but I assume that has a definitive end. And I, that's one I would like to see air and, or assassination classroom, a couple others. Like we know we're always going to have Naruto, for example, until it goes, until it goes off. But these other series, like we, we just don't know. We don't know if, 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 Jason and friends will be able to get the next season. And it's always a question. It's always up in the air. So when they do, I feel like as a Toonami fan, not just as a fan of the show, it's my obligation to go and watch it to, you know, to say thanks for making the effort because otherwise Mm. I might not get the chance. Yeah. I think that's a really good point too. Like the fact that like, yeah, at the very least, this is going to be a finite ending for Neverland compared to a lot of series. We have like, say, Black Clover, which the anime is ending soon and probably on a cliffhanger. Then you have Demon Slayer, which the anime is probably not going to finish for years at this point. <laughs> so, like, you got to make that money. At least, like, you're going to have that conclusion in sight. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. And so, like I said, I I know I'm being negative for it, and it's you know I, I'm trying not to be. I I do because I do see, <laughs> but no, because I do see the merit of what of Toonami A airing it and B what Cloverworks and you know the whole studio and the production company decided to do with the second season if it means more people are going to go and look for as Kuro would say the lore the mystery more information about that stuff it did its job you know like as an example Tokyo Ghoul got me hook line sinker I was interested in the lore of that world so I read the manga and I'm very thankful I did because I got a much better story than what the anime gave me and so funny that we're so much alike on so many shows except this one like i you and i will never see eye to eye on this show well i i'm not saying the show's actually good for me it was just the show opened my eyes of actually seeing the merit of going after source material because before i kind i wouldn't say i would accept the anime as like holy scripture or anything like that but i never really felt the need of wanting to know more because i felt that the anime did enough to do that and tokyo ghoul is the first one for me where it didn't and so i guess technically you could say that's a bad thing because i i do like uh the finite type of you know beginning middle end when it comes to an anime instead of ending on cliffhangers you know like knock knock madaka box that one oof that made me so angry with where it ended but genlock like are we mm-hmm. going to actually see Genlock season two? Like, I don't know. And it makes me sad. I need to know. I'm so, not going to go get a Hulu subscription, damn it. So, <laughs> and it's, I know. <laughs> it's, I know there's so many streaming services. It's too much. I'm waiting for the Toonami faithful streaming service, you know, Hey, but uh, it's, it's one of those <laughs> don't, things. Don't give me any more ideas. No, don't give me any more ideas. <laughs> but uh, corner. it's one of these things where I'm kind of in a corner, but that's not, that's, <laughs> another story uh Darrell uh hit him twice if we know you're there (laughs) uh I just I I really do appreciate when an anime allows people to have that type of imagination to then want to know more or that you know that childlike curiosity of like wait why who what where so I and I do think a lot of tsunami viewers might get that from the promise neverland because a I think a lot of them liked it and b I think because of the mystery that surrounds this entire franchise, I think that might actually warrant more people to check it out. And I don't know. I, I Like I say, I'm frustrated just because of what I already know. So, and that's just me. And like, I don't think that's necessarily, you know, a fault on my account. It's just, hey, you know, I read it. What, what do you want me to do? Right? I can't unread something. Um, 
But, but, I, I, I need to, like I say, I try to be careful with my words when it comes to all this type of, all this, you know, type of speculation and things like that. For all I know, every single person who watches it on tonight is going to be like, banger, get it up earlier, this is the best show on the block, fuck all the other shows, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, maybe, or maybe there might be like, ooh, we were warned about this, they were right, you know, like, I don't know, I don't know, and I, I find that to be the most exciting part of the entire process, really. I, I really do. I find that to be more exciting because you already have people who have, you know, the line in the sand of where they're going to stand on this topic. So I find it just interesting to see how it's going to diverge with the Toonami fan base. Not to say that they can't handle it. There's certain some, there's certain ones that they can't. But uh, I think this one is one where people can. And I find it very, very uh, enticing to kind of see how that plays out. Hopefully I'll be awake. Um Actually, who am I kidding? I don't sleep. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I will I will be very interested to see how that plays out. And I guess, you know, I I almost feel like this is like a meme to ask this, but V-Lord, what are you looking forward to with the second season? I, I know this may seem weird, me asking you this. I'm going to ask everybody, but I, I, I want to at least be fair uh, and ask if there is anything you're looking forward to people's reactions really <laughs> oh you say i think like because i think regardless of how people feel about it i think the conversation around it will be interesting so mm -hmm. yeah I, I will say this too like the, it, i'm not gonna get what i wanted personally with it which is you know you can't always get what you want you got to move on and do your thing um i obviously the acting in it for both the japanese and the english side is going to be great i mean like it's i <laughs> You have to really try to make a bad dub these days. I mean, you have to legitimately try, I think. I just, like, <laughs> so we're not we're we're not in the same time that we used to be when it comes to like the adaptation and English dubbing of stuff. So, you have to really try to make something really bad. So, I I can expect that to at least stay as stellar as it was in season 1, but sadly I will not be getting what I would hope for most in the second season but you know i i i move on with that but curl what is it that you are looking forward to with season two? Oh my gosh i don't know i <laughs> i, I want to know like what made the world the way it is how did it get to be this way where did these demons come from come from and you know these farms of humans and was it always like this or was there something else before and, do you want a joke answer to that know, how, don't answer that don't no 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 me. it's not actual real answer but i have a funny retort to that actually uh, it's capitalism obviously <laughs> oh my god i'm I, i'm so, kidding yeah, that's not a spoiler i, I just want to i just want to know like like how this how this get this way you know obviously the character story is important too but like i just i always i always love world building and i'm, I'm about the world building here like all right, we've escaped. So, so what have we escaped into? That's what I'm looking for. And before to. I get to Paul with that, you really like what was it about the world building then that really sinked its teeth into you? Because I know you're very, very big into lore, uh, from everything that you've written and everything that you've discussed when it comes to like your favorite shows, favorite properties, things like that. What was it about this lore specifically? Was it simply like the ecosystem that has been developed on these? Uh, I guess farms you can call them or was it just like the outside world like what was it about it that really made it so you really can't wait to see what's next there's 
something about this dynamic of of demons being here and using these humans as food, but having the whole system be secretive that makes me think it wasn't always like that. This was something that happened. This was a system that was put in place. And why was this system, I mean, beside the obvious of getting some kind of nutrient from dooming these humans, like, why did this happen this way? And what was it like before that I just, I need to understand, you know, it's, it's, it's always about like the back history, the backstory and the mythology that draws me into something like this. I, I want to know how and why, you know, that's why I love these fantasy series, but this, this is special too, because it's, it's a thriller and it's psychological and, and it's scary as hell. <laughs> so, you know, I, 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 Part of me uh, addressing sometimes those fears, maybe if you wanted to get all gritty and on me is maybe like I need to understand and, and control my environment will say like, well, I need to, if, if I, if I get it, if I understand what's behind the curtain, then it'll be more clear to me. But, but more like, I just love unraveling mysteries. I love it. I love unraveling mysteries. It, it, it's, it's fun for me. And I don't feel less satisfied knowing the outcome. I get satisfied by getting to the outcome. And would you say this is probably one of the better ones that uh, anime anime or manga properties that, that does that? You know what? I, I haven't seen a lot of others that, in my opinion, could rival. Like, like there's always a, a small element in some really good, in some really good series, there's always a small element of mystery. But for the most part, and you know, my, my primary go-to action animation, you get to see what the villain's doing and thinking. They show you. There's no mystery there. But here, you don't know. And and and, and it's it's kind of I think Demon Slayer has that appeal too. There's there's a lot of kind of how how do things turn out this way? How do things get this way? And why are why is this one character this exception to this rule and how is this all working out? So, so yeah, like, like I'd say the promise Neverland is a good trend overall for anime. And that's why I was, I think it's a good trend for Toonami because then maybe this means that we'll see more quality mystery content. It does so well on cable, like general mystery shows do so well on cable. So why shouldn't we have more enriched material like that in anime? I hope we see more of it. And oh, I do I have a series for you then? Can't so, wait. <laughs> erased. Don't say that to Conan. That's not the no, same thing. No, erased. Oh, yeah. I've heard about erased. That's oh, not a good thing. Oh, Kuro. I cried. I actually cried. Oh, it's so beautiful. Really, really good. If you like <laughs> mystery and thriller type things, erased is right up your alley. Let's get that on Toonami. I would love that. Oh, it's so good. I'm doing I'm down. You know uh, me, guys. I'm always like, let's do something. Let's do something new. Show me something I haven't seen. I'm about that. And so, Paul, I know you've been patiently waiting. What is it that you're looking forward to most with The Promise Neverland coming back? Um, I mean, you guys have kind of, I mean, Curl kind of touched on it. I mean, I kind of want to know all the back information. Um, so I'm not, I guess I really don't have too much more to add other than I got to know what's going on with my boy, Nor uh, Norman. Like, obviously, we all know he got taken to, to that spot. But did he really die? 
or did he or is there something else going on i don't know you're gonna have to watch and find exactly. out exactly so i'm I'm looking forward most to that like i, I really want to know what happened in, to him because do you mind give give me what your guess is i want to hear it for the record um well i i think he'll i think well i mean if if what's been spoiled to me through the manga which i haven't read but saw that portion of it is true um i think he's somewhere doing work so to speak of what kind these, of work that's interesting for these demons That'd and... be very... so wait you think he's doing like like i don't know work for like collecting more people or something like what do you mean like um what was it i can't remember what what the I don't want to really spoil it if it's true. <laughs> well, I don't know, Paul. I I don't know. I can't tell I mean, you if it is or isn't. I mean, basically, like, he's... Um... So you think he... Okay, I'll put it this way, then. You think he's, like, doing something? Well, I think he's helping... He's helping the demons because he has really no choice at the moment to do that. Um, not, like, collecting people, but... Oh, I see. You so you I mean? think he's like he was given like a chance or something? Okay, that's interesting. Very interesting. Because if you remember, like Norman, Emma, um, and the other name is is. I don't okay, know. do you mean the main trio? Yeah, the main trio. Oh, so Emma, they... Norman, and Ray. Right. Those three are basically being were being groomed for something bigger. That's what it was being hinted in season one, like. Yes, there was always this hint of okay, well, they're just going to be taken away like the other kids and drained uh, of their energy or no, whatever. I, I do need to correct you on that. No, they really did just want to eat them. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, I, thought there, I thought there was a bigger purpose they, to them. I'm sure they kind of played that up, maybe to like give you some some sort of like semblance of like like Kuro was saying, the mystery, right? Like, what are they going to do? But I I, I really think they I just wanted to eat them. Up. I, I guess. I guess I guess it wasn't like it seemed to me like the mother, so to speak, Isabella was yeah, Isabella was grooming them for something bigger than just them being used as as food or being cattle, so to speak. because <laughs> um, that's what it seemed like. They were just cattle being slaughtered, yeah, basically. That's it's a very poignant thing about how uh humans kinda eat their food as well. Yeah, and and I, I do wanna kinda know well, I think everybody wants to know at this point, like, why all of this happened? Like, where did these demons come from? Are they not demons, but maybe aliens? Like, you know, what what are we what are we looking at here? You know what I mean? Like, as as happened? I as I told Kuro, there's only one answer. It's because of capitalism. That's oh. how we got here. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So the, so the demons are Amazon. I got you. Okay. Yes. See, see, you're learning. You're learning. I like to be tongue in cheek. It's like next level parasite. It's like what parasites should have done if they'd gotten it right. <laughs> oh, oh, that's so funny. I slay me. No, that's funny. But uh, we'll have to see. I'm going to be very interested to see uh, how you guys react to the next season and how uh, V Lord and I will probably just cry in a corner knowing what could have been what could have been v lord it's gonna be oh hold me i mean at this point i'll probably just be laughing at people that are mad don't listen to them faithful yeah honestly honestly don't (laughs) you should not listen to me one iota you can listen to v lord he knows more manga readers you can you can complain to cj and v lord 
I'm, I'm not gonna really be complaining i'm just gonna be like crying just like i said my favorite art it's like how i felt when we didn't get to see the a specific one piece arc before it was taken off the air because like it's i love that arc so much oh my god so when i get attached to like specific arcs i really really enjoy seeing them get uh adapted especially when uh studios might you know up the production value of it so like i was i was gonna be so excited for that uh but sadly i won't get that but you know, like I said, uh, I can dream, you know, I can have it in my head, um, you know, how it would play out and things like that. Uh, and I, I will say this after after the season finishes, read the Goldie Pond arc, please. That's all I can say. <laughs> that is literally all I can say. Um, but yeah, um, definitely make sure for our listeners, as Kuro said, tell us what you think about the recent announcement, right? Like, are you excited? Are you a manga reader like myself and Vlord, and are you depressed in a corner that no one can console you? Because I know I've been there. Um, but tell us what you're excited about on our social media platforms when this episode airs, whether it be on Discord, Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff, because we want to hear from you. We really do, and I think it's an. I think we'd probably get more answers like Curl. At least I hope we get more answers like Curl. Because if we have more answers like me, then the world is really burning. We're, we're screwed. We're done. We, there's no return. We can't come back. Uh, so, we need both of us in the world, CJ. We need balance in the world. Uh, I think it. I think Vlord... Someone has to be there while I'm drinking all this wine. I think Vlord can handle that a bit better than I can, personally. <laughs> I'm taking away your wine. I told you that earlier. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, as, as you could see wine wine coon is very sad so we we, we should probably <laughs> we should probably wrap it up here otherwise uh we'll have multiple sad people here so uh as you know you can email us at podcast at tsunamifaithful.com follow us on facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and on twitter at tsunami podcast you can listen to the podcast on just about everything including itunes google music spotify Literally anything that hosts a podcast, you will be able to hear our episodes. You can find every episode of the podcast to stream online at soundcloud.com slash Podcast, and get the latest news by following Toonami News on Twitter, where you can read all kinds of news articles, editorials, and reviews on our website, ToonamiFaithful.com. And make sure to, to subscribe to the Tanami Faithful Pass at patreon.com slash Faithful. It is where we put up all our behind-the-scenes interviews for the Tanami documentary, What Tanami Means to Me. And you can check that documentary out on our Facebook and YouTube page as well. Uh, the next episode, or next episode, but the next behind-the-scenes interview should be out this Sunday. So I hope you guys are ready. I hope you guys have been enjoying them as well. Uh, it's been very nice to relive some of those moments because they've been uh, rather fun. Uh, that whole project was super fun. Well, the almost the entire project was super fun. The editing part was not. That was hell. That was that was a lot of hell. Uh, but it got out, so <laughs> I can't uh, I can't complain too much. So, uh, but yeah, uh, that is pretty much it for this episode. Uh, Kuro, where could our lovely listeners find you? You can find me on Twitter at Happy Crow Kitty, and you can find me writing and uh, sometimes on podcasts at tsunamifaithful.com. Um, I have, have been short on content lately, just navigating some challenges in my personal life. However, if you stay tuned for later this year, there will be some interesting things coming your way from myself and from fellow Tsunami Faithful members. So stay tuned, guys, and be patient. I love you all.
Be patient is a very, very good advice that a lot of people could use. Uh, <laughs> V-Lord, where could our listeners find you? Yes, people can find me on Twitter at VLordGTZ. And then I also write various editorials for TanamiFaithful.com and also occasional manga and light novel reviews for all-comic.com. And then I also do a bunch of podcasts because I don't know how to make good time management decisions. Um, the big one is Demon Slayer Podcast on Twitter at DSlayer Podcast. Then there's the Oversoul Shaman King Podcast at Shaman King Pod, Dumb Weebs Podcast at Dumb Weebs Pod, and my newest podcast, Saturday Night Shoggy, which I do with our fellow writers, Marion and Sakaki, about various manga published by Shogakukan. Our first episode is out of that of that already, and our second episode should be coming very soon with a very special guest. So follow it's not that me, podcast. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag VLord needs a nap. Hashtag VLord yeah. needs more time. Yeah, follow that podcast on Twitter at Sat Night Shockey. Definitely, definitely do that. VLord, let me, I'll just say this before we get to Paul. Vlord puts a lot of care into his podcast projects, so I cannot recommend them enough for you guys to check out, especially if you really like the Demon Slayer Pockets. If you love that podcast, you should check out the other ones that he works on. It's really, really good stuff. Uh, Paul, where can the listeners find you? Hopefully in my bed soon, because I'm tired. Whoa, wait, um, hey. Is it, is it Tsunami Faithful After Dark? Where's Darrell? Jesus. No, no, no. That's... Can't fit in there with Shadow already there. She's a she's a very demanding kitty. Oh, I have pictures that it will go on Twitter after this podcast. Don't you? <laughs> You'll laugh. Um. Anyways, so you can find me on Twitter at Paul Pascrillo. You can email me Paul Pascrillo at tsunamifaithful.com. and uh, you can also Discord me at Paul Pascrillo on Discord, and I will be summoned to the field, so to speak. So don't don't Discord him, please. <laughs> I don't oh, know. I, it doesn't really matter if somebody adds me. If I see somebody talking about me, I'm like, can I help you? Oh, God. <laughs> I, I almost want you to delete your Discord. <laughs> um, I all the time because I don't always see everything, but, you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm crying on the inside, listeners. I'm sorry. Um, do, you need, do you need a hug, CJ? I need a lot of things. But I, what I like the listeners to know is that you can find me on Twitter, at CJ Maffris. Uh, I don't really care if you follow me. I, in fact, I'd recommend don't follow me but uh definitely check out the tsunami documentary that we previously mentioned uh what tsunami means to me a lot of love went into that and i'm really happy that it got to showcase a lot of people that uh probably anime fans aren't too uh, aware about so i really like that they got the exposure awesome. you should watch it it's it was awesome. it's it's fun i actually rewatched it i want to say a couple days ago which was really nice um so i rewatched it too Yay! Oh, it's awesome. Uh, but I, I can't stress that enough. You guys should check that out. I know I've been recently doing a bit more writing. Uh, an editorial went out about Reagan Arataka. I had a review that went up uh, a little earlier ago, uh, which was really nice. And I mean, hopefully, I can start streaming again. My gaming PC is back up and running, so maybe I can start streaming. Like, it depends on what I want to stream. Please it's... start streaming. Well, it wouldn't be on the Toonami Faithful. It'd be my own. <laughs> um, I just, uh, I might get into that. I mean, I haven't really been playing much games besides uh, Among Us and Genshin. So if you guys wanted to see Among Us or Genshin, then maybe I could start streaming. But um, we'll, we'll see with that. But that that might pick back up. We'll, we'll see on that. But uh, other than that, I hope all of you enjoyed our little discussion when it comes to the Promise Emerald. I hope you enjoy the new Toonami graphics. I know a lot of us like uh, 
kind of new packaging and things along those lines. And hopefully you have a wonderful day. So again, thank you so much for listening. Uh, and can't wait to talk to you guys on the next episode. I'll see you then. Okay. Okay?